I think as women, we are created to be authentically ambitious. So whatever you do with your life, it's through ambition. It's through this drive that you have to do it. And that's really beautiful. So whether you're a homemaker or you're a lawyer or a business owner, you're a therapist or you're the trash collector or a nurse, it doesn't matter. Like if you, if you walk in that ambition of what will make you happy, what makes you purposeful, what makes you passionate, like you're moving and shaking, like you're doing it. Welcome to another episode of the Ageless Conversations podcast. I'm Tamika from TamikaMcTeer.com. If you are new to the podcast, here's what you need to know. We are a community that believes that there is no age that defines the life of every woman. So every week you'll hear a conversation that I know will inspire you to change your mindset, gain confidence, and live a lifestyle thriving, not determined by age. Joining us today on the podcast, we have Brittany Fagan. Brittany is a dynamic dual licensed clinical social worker and certified abundance mindset coach with over 10 years of experience. She is the proud owner of Epic Woman, a counseling and coaching sisterhood where she empowers women to break through their mindset traps and create their most desired legacy of womanhood with purpose, passion, and profit. Using her powerful Epic Woman framework, everyday women tap into their authentic ambition with deep healing, mindset mastery, and conscious manifestation. Her mission is to create and hold space for women to embody their absolute worth and deservingness to become liberated as their highest selves. She truly believes that everything starts with an empowered woman, and she stands to witness the testimony of each woman standing in their power. Brittany, welcome to the Ageless Conversations podcast. I'm very excited to have this conversation with you today. Hey, girl. Hey, I'm happy to be here at the top of the year to talk all about all the stuff that we have on the agenda today. Of course, of course. And as I told you when I reached out to you as a podcaster, I'm very much into podcasts and things like that. And so I found out about you by way of listening to another podcast. And I thought the conversation that you guys held there was so phenomenal that it led me to your Instagram page and then following you. And again, furthermore into, you know, what I see that you share and the support and how you show up for women. I was like, oh, she's so fitting for this podcast. I most definitely have to extend an invitation and invite her on. So thank you so much. That's so meaningful. <laughs> thank yes, you. Yes, of course, of course. Really? Doing you in the way that you do you. Oh, thank you. But Brittany, before we dive into our conversation for today, I'd love to just hear from you in your own words as we go forward in this year of 2023 and just kicking it off. What are some of the things that you're most excited about as a mom, a woman, a wife? Yeah. You know what? I have been on this tip of just sending out immense light into the collective. I've been on this tip of just really evolving through all experiences and seeing them all as blessings, even if they were difficult or they were like, maybe they would be a challenge or an obstacle. Maybe it wasn't that I had intended for it to be. I am reprogramming my mind to really evolve through those things and really name them and label them as blessings for me and my family, my legacy, the way I'm breaking in for the people around me. I'm just, I don't know. And I am in the space of gratitude that God chooses me to carry whatever that is or to be the one who gives that thing. So I know I'm always capable. So that's another part of my like mantra too, just evolving through those things because I see that it was a space that's created for me to grow. So that is what I'm excited for this year is just like 
paving this way, leveling up through those blessings and seeing everything as a blessing, seeing everything as part of creating harmony and order for me. Like I am just like on that vibe. Okay. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Such a good vibe to be on. And you talk about <laughs> like harmony and blessing through it all and seeing it mm-hmm. as a positive. When you think about mindset, and I know that's a lot of the things that you do, when we talk about seeing it as a blessing and finding harmony, regardless of the situation, how is it that you yourself personally stay on that journey? Ooh, so one of my things that I have been tapping into is what I'm calling right now pause practice. And it may evolve into a different word later. Like, But for right now, I'm calling it a pause practice because I think as women, we are created to be authentically ambitious. So whatever you do with your life, it's through ambition. It's through this drive that you have to do it. And that's really beautiful. So whether you're a homemaker or you're a lawyer or a business owner, you're a therapist or you're the trash collector or a nurse, it doesn't matter. Like if you, if you walk in that ambition of what will make you happy, what makes you purposeful, what makes you passionate, like you're moving and shaking, like you're doing it. And so we have this hard, I mean, there's a lot of shame and guilt with women, especially women of color, to pause, to say, yes, I feel this drive to keep going and doing, but I'm going to take a second to love myself deeply, to choose myself deeply, to activate my heart and activate my womb space. I'm going to like really connect with what makes me a woman. And so I started to do that. So I did it in simple ways, like just laying flat on the bed before I actually get up out of the bed and like taking a second to go through my thoughts, you know, pray, meditate, sort through my intentions for the day. Then I started to do it while I was walking with my daughter in the neighborhood and and we would walk in silence doing mindfulness. So then I would add some different components to it. And then I would start sending energy throughout my body, just be like, what feels tight right now? Let me love on you more. And then it just starts to evolve into me doing this practice and so many different capacities. So like you can learn more in my courses about that, but like in general, and I realized having that second allowed me to create a deeper relationship with my core self, my body, my soul, and then my intuition, mm-hmm. highest self, and really being able to hear what was rambling in my mind, like that. Yeah. Of you that's like girl da, da 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 and I'd be like okay sis like what what is it that has you triggered right now what is it that has my body hurting right now like what what do you do what do you need and then in that same moment pouring in and it just creates such a catalyst for me to just expand so much but also to love deeply and like myself and nurture myself but then 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 which is what I really love have the capacity to pour back out yeah and- in a way that doesn't feel overwhelming, in a way mm-hmm. that feels stretched, in a way that feels just like natural and impactful and purposeful. So that pause practice, all of us women should create one, whether it's at the desk at your job that you just like close your eyes and lay back for two seconds and just mm-hmm. Breathe, or if it's in the car at you know in traffic and you're at the stoplight and you're like, all right, sis. Like, <laughs> I love love that idea of the pause practice. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah. And when you think about like your background of being social worker mm-hmm. and then you know therapist, mindset coach, and things like that, how does that all play into like who you are, but then also the women that you get to support? Uh, I love it. <laughs> so, okay. 
I, let me think of how to answer that question. Like, I think, first of all, I think we all have a puzzle piece. So like, whether you are a therapist like me, whether you are, you know, the garbage collector or you're the bank teller, right? Or you're the, the, the person who's working at Walmart, Target, whatever. Like, we are so thankful. <laughs> we are so thankful that you found your place mm-hmm. and you commit to your place, right? Because it helps everything work and run. And so for me, it's about understanding what I did came from a divine place. It came from my authentic code and I do it in a way that is me. I don't have a therapist voice. What I say to my clients is what I say to my sister, to my cousin, my sis, my friend, my whatever, because we're all equal and we all deserve to be loved, deeply cared for, deeply nurtured, deeply. And so me accepting that it's a vocation, not like just like a job. Right. Changes how I show up in those roles. So I never feel like I'm at work because I see the impact and the purpose that it has. So for me, what I'm doing has such, it's like, what's the word? It's just, it's, it's my way of contributing to everything, having harmony and order. Yeah. And, you know, and I, and on the other part of it, you know, with me particularly what I do, I truly believe that (laughs) it it all worked out because Eve was created. (laughs) Yeah. So I believe that women are that powerful, that profound in their creation. And I know when the woman shifts and she sees her word and her deservingness as absolute, she leans into it. Man, everything. The game has changed forever. Come on. Come on. (laughs) The game has changed forever. The game has changed forever. Forever. Yeah, her family's different. Her kids are different. Her colleagues are different. Everybody who sees her, the strangers on the street are different. So I'm helping women pave a different path of legacy of womanhood that is elevated, that's on point with our authentic creation. Like, and to me, it's like I'm getting chills. Like, who doesn't want to feel like that? And as I'm listening to you, I'm like, <laughs> yes, like all women should be able to see themselves as that girl, as that woman. That's you know? it. That like regardless of what <laughs> life has dealt you, regardless of what you've seen modeled before you, regardless of any failures yes. that you've had before you, regardless of how many steps you felt like you've taken and you still aren't where you are, remember and remind yourself that you are that that one. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let nobody tell you different. Like That's you are it. that one. When yes. you think about little girl Brittany. Like being a therapist, was that something that you always wanted to do or how did you come to saying that that's something that you wanted to you know, be in as a profession? Yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> so I like, I, I'm a Gemini. So I have really strong traits that are opposing each other, like really strong, you know? So like, I want to be an astronaut, a scientist. I wanted to create new things that helped people. So I guess that is what I'm doing, but like, obviously I'm doing it with my programs, right? So mm-hmm. maybe, maybe, maybe that's why I found the synergy of it all so you know I wanted to create things I wanted to develop things like be an engineer like this type of thing but then like I realized like that lifestyle doesn't fit me like who I am as a person and there's no no you know no whatever no slight to anybody who are who have those professions you know I you know my dad's an engineer like so you know like I'm here for it like you know I'm so thankful for what you do but I I knew I wanted to be a really hands-on mom I want to be 
really active in my household. And, you know, every career has some sacrifices, you know, and so learning more about it, I realized I'll be maybe traveling a lot. I may be not able to do the like, give the way that I wanted to give. And so I thought, I was like, okay, I want to be a teacher. Like, I love educating, love working with families. I love seeing them grow and prosper. And then when I started teaching, as a, you know, in college, I was like, oh, wait a minute, these kids have other issues that a teacher can't help. And then that's what brought me to therapy. Mm. I was a child therapist and family therapist. And then working with the kids and the families, I started working with the mamas. And I'm like, girl, and then here I am. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Started out with the children, but was able to really get the family dynamics by working with the moms. Yes. So I realized, again, like, I mean, I come from a a strong line of bossed up women yeah would have known that but then to see it for yourself in real action how how the energy of a household shifts with the mom and it's it's her who really is the trunk of that tree yeah the roots in the ground like the dynamic of that household she may be the roots maybe the trunk maybe she's both it just it's game-changing what can happen when a mom steps into her worth and deservingness Mm. I love that. I love to hear that because I what what I heard you say most, it had nothing to do with her marital status. And I only say that for those that, you know, think that marriage will complete them or feel like that's their final destination. <laughs> you know, for whatever reason, they feel like that's their final destination. But basically what I hear you saying is moms have so much power in the trajectory of their home and the way the way that things can turn out by just her owning and being true to herself. And honestly, I really believe in the ripple effect, right? So when that woman, whether she has kids or not has kids, when that woman, that girl, that lady, that young adult, that woman, that aged woman, whatever, when she stands in this, if the ripple effect is like throughout the whole society, it's throughout, it, it moves from just you, the people around you, to the stranger who watches you randomly walk yes. shopping. Mm-hmm. And it, it, so you're consistently sowing seeds everywhere you go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then those people are watering those because they have changed. So then it just shifts to the, to the whole world, to the whole community. And when we look at all these different countries, look at all these different you know political issues, we look at all this stuff, where are the women at? Stuff starts to shift a little differently when women come to the table. We bring something different. Right. Especially when we're really, especially when we're balanced in our feminine and masculine, we bring something, I mean, what we bring to the table is to be feared. You know what I'm saying? So I think that it's not about you being married. It's not about you having kids, not having kids. It's not about your age. Mm-hmm. It's not even about your age. Because my little toddler Cause she's in her word. I see what she be doing. I'm like, wow, okay. <laughs> already game. She's living her best life already, huh? Already game changing situations, putting people in. I'm like, wow. So it's at every age, and it doesn't matter like what is attached to you, what color, what you know. It doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. 
Yeah, I love that. I love that. And we're going to make a small shift real quick based on, and we kind of talked about this beforehand, but as many of you all know that are listening, there was something really surprising that happened. I feel like it was on the forefront. A lot of the world had, had an opportunity to see it all happen at one time, especially if you are someone that watches football and if you're into things like that, then you all saw what happened to Mar Hamlin and just you know, whatever your thoughts and feelings were on that. But then I saw that Brittany, not long after that, she made a post and I thought, man, how powerful is it? And when we talk about crazy faith, and if you guys are, you know, into books or sermons, scripture, certain pastors or anything like that, you may have heard, you may be familiar with the series that Mike Todd talked about. I think it was last year in 2022, Crazy Faith, or even maybe late 2021. Anyway, he has a, a book even on that. And just talking about crazy faith and crazy faith and believing when you see things that it's like there can't be any other way or you think that something is going to go another way. And even with that, I saw an article that came out now at the time of this recording that said that Damar had, you know, passed not once, but twice. Mm-hmm. and was resuscitated. But as I mentioned before, Brittany, she made a post and it talked about having crazy faith in the ability to breathe life again, to thrive again, and to embody our birthright of abundance. And she talked about these three words. Brittany, you talked about these three mm-hmm. words. The words are moving, renew, rebirth, and rise. Mm-hmm. When you when you hear those words again, I know you know what you posted, but when you hear those words again, and just thinking about that, you can think about that situation. You can think about maybe some of the women that you have dealt with and helping them move from one place in their journey. When you think about those three words, what are some of the first things that come to mind for you? You know, it's like, I think as, again, a woman of color, we give up on ourselves really quickly. And I think we have a lot of pressure to do that and also to not rise. We have a lot of pressure And with that weight of that pressure, it's sometimes easier for us to yield. Not even yield. Let me not use yield because I think yield is actually a good word, but we submit to it. We submit to it and we bow down to it and we allow ourselves to be shrunken and diminished and demeaned to the point that we believe in that stealing in the box that was created and forced upon us. And so we have to switch our own gears to remembering who we are and whose we are and mm-hmm. what we're created to be like and I and I always you know look at this as like every part of creation is fighting to thrive so they're trying to go beyond just surviving to actually thriving right why would we as women of color not also have that same charge so there, there's no reason You know, and I think for a lot of us, we feel that resistance within ourselves with how we're living our lives versus what we really desire for our lives. But the fear of not of getting uh, the door closed in our face, being told no, being said, you know, talked about this or that, you know, whatever it is, all the different things that we've observed that we've experienced throughout our lives that have made going for things that we desire bad. Yeah, it's a trauma, you know, it's a trauma. So we go into this trauma mind. And when we feel this desire to go and do and be more, it's like, girl, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. You're going to fail. You're going to, you know, all the, all the things. And so we just submit to it, but we are wrestling within ourselves 
between how we're living our life versus what we feel we should have more of. And we get resentful and angry and, you know, all, you know, depressed, all the things, all the things. And then we really live a very unsatisfying life. And that shows up in our love life. It shows up in our relationships with our peers, our family, our coworkers. It shows up in how we deal with our money. Yeah. That with how we take care of our bodies. It, t- it goes, I mean, it just, it, it, I mean, how we even deal with our emotional health and our own wellness, like, and I can continue to go down the list yeah. of all the things that it spurs to, but it starts with us resisting our natural creation to thrive and being able to have the crazy faith that despite it all, we are supposed to still be there and we have to keep fighting through that, you know? And I think one of the things I said in the post was like, I'm a C- I am a CPR certified person. And so- yeah. You know, for him to be the first resuscitation was nine minutes. So I don't know if it was just one person. I couldn't really see if I did like more than one. They switched off because sometimes you switch. Right. And you mentioned that in your post. You couldn't tell if it was one or two people. Yeah. But if it regardless, nine minutes is like three songs. So Mm -hmm. in your mind, we do CPR. You have to create a beat for the heart. So you do it based on a song. So in your mind, you're thinking of a song, you're catching that beat and you're literally locking all your elbows in and you're literally pushing everything that you have into that body, you know, into the specific part of the body, yada, 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 you know, and to get it pumping and you have that steady. It cannot waver. It has to be that steady. And so for someone or someone's to stay the course for nine minutes, they truly believe that they could get this to work. And that, 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 that's the kernel. That's the seed that we have to sow in ourselves is that we are going to be that persistent. Come on. Yes. The first song, the second song, Mm -hmm. like not giving up. Like I still believe in this thing and I have so much faith. And what I'm doing and the power behind it that I'm going to keep going. Yes, that's why. So, 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 so good to me. That's why I was like, oh, my gosh, like so powerful. Like what a message. Yes, I was just sitting there like, oh, my God, you know, and the other part to it, too. And I want to say this as well. As, I won't take two more things. One more thing. One is that it has to be heart aligned. And I think that's another thing that we we got. We get so far away from our intuition that we go. <laughs> It's a power struggle between what we want, which versus versus what we should have. So we have mm-hmm. low, right? But the other thing is also is you have to you can't forget that you have all this collective support pouring into you when you are in your flow. When you are doing right for yourself, for who you are as an authentic person, you have the whole universe, all the energy, everything around you is pouring into you to get it done. So even though those two or whoever CPR folks were that they're getting it in with Damar, I promise you, they had the support of the everyone watching. Mm-hmm into them to yeah. give them that force and support to make it happen. Right. So anytime we're on working on a goal and we're working on ourselves and we're trying to do good, maybe certain people that you know aren't having your back, but the people who you don't know, I promise you, are pouring into your legacy. I consistently pour into strangers all the time. Yeah. Oh, so I want us as women to understand that we have to create these networks. 
It's so powerful. It's so meaningful. Like I always talk about the power in community and so how and how easy it is to get sucked into isolation because you feel comfortable there or because you use a bad, a past bad experience that you've encountered with a woman or you, you consider yourself as, oh, I don't do groups or whatever your reason is. You can allow yourself that, that time to get stuck in isolation. Yes. Oh gosh. And while isolation can be good for that time or an mm-hmm. experience or for a couple of minutes, that's not where we thrive best. Community is needed. Community is needed. That's it. Community <laughs> is needed. And it's important for whatever it is, whatever season you're in that you go through, or whether the community is just providing laughter. If that's the, if that's the community where you can just freaking crack up and that's be it. you, that's the community for that. But maybe that's not the community you need to help you grow your faith. Yes. That maybe that's not the community you need because they might can give you all the word, but when it comes to moving your body and being intentional with movement, they lack when it comes to exercise. They ain't got no interest in that. So finding your community. (laughs) They're very quick giving you them cornbread and them mac and cheese. So finding your community for whatever it is that you need and not feeling like it has to be a one-stop shop, a one-size-fits-all, or just because you found it in that season with that community, Mm -hmm. that's the same community that's going to serve you today. That's it. And one of the things that I mean, I've had to change community a lot and expand and move it around so and create boundaries around. I mean, all the things that you're talking about. And one of the things that I have found consistently that have worked for me is setting intentions and setting that out. So in that pause practice, in that moment, I'm being intentional. I'm saying, OK, I, I really need supportive women who will help me with this or I really need resources for this reason mm-hmm. being an answer on how to handle this situation and I just pose the question out like in a prayer like in a meditation just pose it out in that moment yeah. just in calmness and then I just chill on it and I allow the answer to come to me whenever it does sometimes it's by way of a stranger who says something to me and I'm like dang I need to hear that <laughs> yeah you know sometimes it's something random a random ad or it maybe something that pops in my email or I go talk to whoever and they give me what I need to you know hear or over time I find whatever it is and so I want you know us as women to understand that we have a co-creative wisdom in us we have that technology in our bodies that men don't have you know Mm -hmm. and so we have to consistently tap into that to help us make decisions and get guided and we have to be patient and I would say the last thing but a lot of times a lot of times people say that's not my intuition it is but you don't want to hear the answer yeah (laughs) So yeah, because it's not the answer that you that wanted. you Yeah, it's not the answer you want. You're not ready to submit to that Ooh, that thing. Girl, yeah. So you want to keep saying like I'm waiting on the answer. I'm waiting on the answer. It's kind of the same thing. It's kind of the same thing when people say like, well, I'm praying to God for you know whatever it is you're praying for, and I'm waiting on Him, but He's waiting on you. Yeah, <laughs> to to make a move. So you have to surrender to the guidance, right? And when you do that, I just think it you know, it moves so much better. And that's another thing for me too, is I'm consistently fighting for, we're not fighting. I'm consistently surrendering to the flow. Mm-hmm. Oh, we always will have resistance and we always will have flow. And so am I going to keep going with the resistance or am I going to make my life easier? Yeah. 
But where the flowers, where the door is open with what falls into place, you know? Yeah. Giving yourself permission to truly flow and flourish. That's it. And life is so much easier that way. It doesn't mean that you don't still deal with, you know, what comes with life, which is ups and downs. But when you do handle it, when you do deal with it, you're in such a more expansive, more empowered, more confident space so that you can intentional and purposeful about how you handle it which is the big right for my ethnic woman so (laughs) yeah 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 and it's funny because I was going to ask you about that I was like I know you have this epic woman framework so for those didn't pick it up can you share it one more time with them yes so e is for empowered so you want to live life with that you know confidence right that full authority of you know your life the captain of your ship P is purposeful. So whatever you're doing, you want to be pre, you know, premeditated, predetermined. Like you really want to be someone that has impact, that feels good, that's passionful, you know, it, it's self-satisfying, you know, it has a means like it, you know, it has a role in your life. I is intentional. So kind of like I said, premeditated, that it's a decision that you're making. It's conscious. It's thoughtful. Like you got, you know, you, you, you put some thought into what it is and you're serious about it. Like at your mind, right? Most definitely. You know what I mean? And to see it's courageous, showing up boldly. You're a woman. You're a woman on fire. You're rising, right? And that's what courage is, is really being able to give yourself permission to rise and thrive. So that's what the Epic Women Framework is all about, is, you know, really helping women pour into each of those pillars And, you know, through mindset work, through conscious manifestation, through different types of strategies and practices, really working through healing trauma work and really establishing your full authority of your life in a way that feels fruitful, in a way that you have passion, you know, purpose and, of course, profit. Like you always want to see an outcome for your investment into the world. So that's what abundance is. It's just that fruitfulness. Right. Yeah. So that's, you know, basically the whole framework. I mean, what what, what you get out of it, I guess. Is right, right, right. <laughs> I love that. And so earlier in the conversation, I heard you mention something about trauma. And then just again, seconds ago, I heard you mention, you know, unpacking that trauma. And so when you think about trauma, it's a big T and a little T, you that's know. It. And so everybody has some form of trauma, whether they have truly identified what that trauma mm-hmm. is or not. We've all experienced some type of the trauma. And so if you could, in your own words, break that down for the person that's like confused. Well, like I haven't experienced X, Y, Z, so I don't feel like I have any trauma. Yeah. So I do believe, oh, well, you said big T, little T. So big T trauma is what people I think know of, which is like sexual abuse, neglect, mm-hmm. domestic violence, you know, shootout, mm-hmm. war zone, you know, really difficult medical procedure, the death, grieving, loss of someone, maybe a natural disaster, this mm-hmm. type of thing. Little T trauma is what we probably experience on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm bear with you okay little t trauma is stress it's literally stress obstacles challenges that we deal with it's the those those experiences that we have that bring us those negative emotions like when we feel abandoned or neglected a heartbroken when you know we feel like a failure or we feel shame so those feelings of that really take a hit to our worthiness and our deservingness our self-love our self-esteem those are usually in the, those little t traumas or even you know being a witness to conflict or you know cord yeah. you know or Watching the news is traumatic as hell. You know what I mean? So, you know, all these types of things, the awareness of negative and bad things happening in the world is definitely little T trauma. Mm-hmm. You know, we experience little T trauma consistently, especially with social media. 
it's it's like you can't avoid it. Yes, you can't avoid it. And even stuff that we deal with transgenerationally, ancestrally, culturally, socioeconomic status based, like all these types of things are are definitely traumatic. And probably and depending on what your experience is, it could be little T or big T, but yeah, all those things are traumatic for sure. Yeah. And when you gave your epic framework, I believe when you got to the P, you talked about, what did you say when you got to the P? Yeah. About being like purpose driven. So like, yeah, conscious. Yeah. yeah. So being, you talked about being purpose driven when you got to the P in your epic framework. And so I think about the person who is confused between manifestation and goal setting. Ah, that's my favorite thing. Okay. <laughs> so manifesting your vision. Okay. Course is coming. Oh, it's, no, it's actually available now. So that we go in, we do that whole process. So, okay. This is my thing. So manifesting is what we do every second of the day. Manifesting is the outcome for how we think, feel, and act. So we're always manifesting something. So when people are like, oh, I'm manifesting now, I'm like, well, you've already been manifesting. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I know you don't know what you're talking about. So, con- so I like saying conscious manifesting. So people really get it. There really is a difference. So conscious manifestation is when I'm being intentional about what I'm calling into my life. So I've gotten, I've done some self-awareness. So I know where I'm at. I've audited my mindset. I've audited my acts and the outcomes of these things. So I know where I'm at. And then now I have to decide what I want to pull in. I get clear about that. And then I need to do some things to call that into my, into my life. And then I have to create the capacity to hold that. That's the other thing. People are like, oh, I'm always man- I'm manifesting a partner. I'm manifesting this. Well, are you an energetic match for what you're asking for? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Actually manifesting that partner. You're manifesting something different. So you actually have to be a magnet to those things. So if I, if for like a partner, like what we're talking about just a second ago, if I want to have a good relationship and I want a guy or, or a woman, whoever you're dating, to be X, Y, and Z. I have to know, do I have the qualities that that person would want to be their partner? And if I don't, what, what do I need to work on? Now, that answer now becomes your goals. So that's it. So, conscious, so manifesting is about heart alignment. It's about authentic code. It's about what literally lights you up at the soul, deep level, the full body, yes, so that you're in alignment. So everything is sees it as harmony and order and impact and purposeful, the puzzle piece, like I said way earlier. And so everything's going to help and support you there. And you yourself resonate with it because it's part of your highest self. Goals are more superficial to me because they, if, and if you start, because they're more about actions to get this, to get that. But if you start with goals first, then you're coming from a place of lack thereof. So I want a partner because I don't have a partner or I want to lose 20 pounds. Da, 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 da. So mm-hmm. even saying that doesn't even feel good to me. It's coming from the mindset of the lack thereof. And so it's harder to work on those goals. So when you start with manifesting, you know, you're motivated, you're, you know, everything feels good. And the way that you talk about what you have to work on feels good to you. And then, you know, when you create those goals around that, it's just like, oh, duh. Like, you know, if, you know, and you can stay that course because those goals came from a place that really aligned with everything, you know? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Brittany, this has been such a great conversation. I know yeah. that the listeners are going to love it. Before I let you go, I'm just going to ask you four short questions. There's no right or wrong answer. And you just respond with the first thing that comes to mind. Okay. 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 okay the first one is describe age in four words or less. Describe age in four words. Oh, lovely, beautiful, abundant, graceful. Okay. Love it. Love it. Love it. This one is a fill in the blank for you. My name is and age has taught me. My name is Brittany and age has taught me be- beauty keeps coming to me. So that must mean something. I don't know. Okay. I like it. Are you asked for permission or asked for forgiveness? Ooh, I think permission. <laughs> <laughs> you laugh. Yeah. I need to stop doing it. I'm like, do I, should I do this? Should I do that? I need to be more decisive and it's gone about my business. <laughs> <laughs> Comfortable silences or nonstop conversation. Ugh. Conversation. <laughs> Non-stop conversation. <laughs> Non-stop conversation. Yeah, all right, all sure. right. Love it. Brittany, what final words do you have for our listeners and where can they connect with you after this podcast? Oh, my final words are just like, you, you are so worthy. <laughs> I mean, you're just so worthy. You're just so deserving. And your birthright really is abundant. So you're supposed to live in limitless potential. So like, don't let anybody, don't even, even yourself make you think twice about that. So where you can find me is on Instagram and Facebook at Epic with Brit, E-P-I-C with B-R-I-T-T. And you can also find me on my website, www.bdanielle.com. Com. So you can work with me one-on-one. I have lots of courses. I have a freebie library, a lot of resources that can help with some things that we talked about. There's so many, you know, touch points with me and I want to be a witness to your testimony. So tag me, send me messages. I want to know for real, for real. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. I love it. I've enjoyed this conversation with you here. And I just want to say thank you again for being a guest today on the podcast. Oh, thanks for having me. It was so fun. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Ageless Conversations podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, please share it with others or leave a rating and review. Your review really does help others find out about the podcast. As always, you can head over to my website now at TamekaMixier.com to sign up for my email list, as well as check out the links and resources in the show notes. That's all for this episode. Talk to you all next week.